Welcome to the Women with Spark podcast. I'm Gemma Moore, and in this podcast, we're here to introduce, to acknowledge, and celebrate amazing women with Spark. They're out there doing their best, sharing what they just love with the world. Join me as we get to know them better. Hi, it's Gemma Moore with the Women with Spark podcast. And today I want to talk to you about something that you may have heard about, and that's the no like trust. It sounds really simplified and in a way that's where the brilliance is because it is so, it's so important. So if you haven't heard of No Like Trust, it is to do with our marketing and we've talked before and you've probably heard some of the, some of the information where previously, so back when I started my marketing or started my business, so let's say about 10 years ago. Let's, let's use 10 years ago. The idea or the concept 10 years ago was that everyone, if, if someone's going to buy something, they had to have between seven and touch, seven and 10 touch points or um, touch stones with the business they were going to buy from. How do we make that happen? So basically we used all our different forms of marketing. So for some people, it might be radio, it might be newspaper, it could be television, it could be hard, you know, oh, it could be a letter in the mail, it could be, um, you know, mail drops, it could be face-to-face, it could be referral from other people, word of mouth, car magnets, TV, uh, fridge magnets, you name it, like any way that we get our message out. So seven to 10 times. I will put a precursor on that, of course, and say, of course, it depends on what kind of, you know, what kind of product or what kind of service you're looking to purchase. So obviously, if you have a, a plumbing problem and it's, it's, it's completely an emergency, isn't it? And so you would still think about who was top of mind for you, but you're not going to wait until you have a few more experiences, you know, before you call a plumber. So that's my precursor. So we're talking about, you know, if I was going to find um, a new accountant or a new hairdresser or buy a car or find a real estate agent who could help me find a house, like all of those, we're talking those kind of, kind of things. Or if I wanted to learn how to graphic design, or if I wanted to learn how to podcast, those kind of purchasing decisions are guided by, you know, possibly having those um, seven to 12, seven to 12 touch points, touchstones with a business or brand. So those seven to 12 touch points help us move or work our way through the no like and trust process. When Facebook was first created or when social media started to become popular, Facebook in particular. So I started teaching Facebook around eight, nine years ago now, and it was right on that cusp, um, especially for us here in regional Australia, when business was only just starting to really expand, the, the people who were on Facebook for business didn't quite understand what they were meant to be doing. So it was just starting off. So you can imagine the effect that instead of having to pay for radio, television, newspaper advertising, like these different ways to access people, all of a sudden we were getting those, we had the potential to have those seven to 12 touch points, touchstones actually be through social media. Can you imagine? It was, it was people's eyes, like the people who jumped on at that time, most of them are still successful today. Still successful today, eight years later because they learned how to use Facebook to get 
also other social media. Facebook's always has been the major, the major one, of course, but they learn how to use the power of social media to get those, to get those experiences with their potential customer or client. Fast forward to today. And now they're saying it's actually up to 20 to 25 experiences we need to have with a business or brand. And you might, you might say, why, why is, why has it changed? Well, of course there's no, you know, defining proof, but from what I've seen, I, and from what we know of the world, let's, the, the biggest factor is going to be the sheer amount of information that is thrown at us each day. So we know in the last eight years, we have so much stuff coming at us all day. You know, we're on our devices constantly. When we're in the radio, we've got, we, we still have all of those. We have um, Netflix and streaming programs. There's just information coming at us constantly. And TV shows, if, if you think about TV shows, they've got smarter as well. They've got product placement, things like that. So we're getting messages about these purchasing, purchasing messages from so many, so many places. We may have those touch points with potential um, businesses that we, or services that we want to engage in. A lot, you know, a lot of it is just, it's a quick cursory glance and we're, and we're not really even involved in it anymore. So someone now could see our post 15 times on Facebook, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to interact with us in any way. And I think the second factor comes down to the fact is that we, too many social media coaches, and I'm putting quotation marks in the air there because this really actually pissed me off. Too many social media coaches, too many business coaches who thought they knew how to use Facebook, went out and told people, you need to be posting five to 10 times a day. Now, some people, some businesses, yes, absolutely post five to 10 times. But the majority of small businesses who I see should only be posting once, maybe twice a day. So what happened was if you're a small business, you think about this. If I asked you to go out and post 10 times today, what on earth are you going to post? Like most people struggle to come up with one good quality post. So all of a sudden you're told by your business coach or the gurus out there, oh, you should be posting 10 times a day. What are you going to post? You are just going to post the same like articles that you haven't read. You're the same kind of post. Like you might even copy the same kind of post from other people or, or similar. So I'm not saying plagiarism, but the flow on effect of doing this is that there's so much stuff that we don't want to see anymore. So we've got good at scrolling. And the reason the scroll happened is because all of a sudden we've got so many more people on Facebook. We've got so many more businesses, groups, events. We've got information coming out of our ears. So we started scrolling past it and it's taken away quite an, an amazing aspect of social media now that we've got, you know, we're, we're too busy scrolling. But anyway, that's, that's probably a conversation for another day. But if we get back to this no like, and trust factor, when we are posting 10 times a day, do you think it helps that no like, and trust factor, no like, and trust process? And so you can imagine if we're constantly seeing stuff that doesn't, isn't relevant to us as well, because if you're posting 10 times a day, um, the likelihood is that you're not actually explaining why that post is relevant to me as one of your fans and followers. And a lot of people still don't do that. Even if they're not posting 10 times a day, they're not explaining why something's relevant to me as the, 
as a viewer or why it matters to them even, you know? So no like and trust. So let's get back to today. So as I said, these days you need about 20 to 25 experiences with a brand or business before they're making their purchasing decision. And social media, Facebook in particular, and Instagram, LinkedIn, I think, you know, there's, there's heaps of social media. They still have the best chance, one of the best opportunities at getting, a, you know, a good number of those. So when someone does say, I need a new accountant, you want the people on your page to have you top of mind. And so they recommend you, even if they're not necessarily customers of yours, but you want them to have moved through that no like and trust process. So when someone asks, where should I buy my new car? Or I really need to get my hair done. You've seen some kind of, you've been through a process. So no like, no. So you get to know people, you share, you know, if as a business owner, we want to be sharing aspects of our personality and we want to get to know people, you know, the same when you, you first starting a relationship or you go to a party, you want to get, you get to know people. Once we know them, then we can, we go to the next stage and some of these are combined as well. So like, so how do you, how do you decide you like someone, you know, they'll share something where they might be vulnerable or they might share something funny or they might entertain you. So, and then we're working through the like processes. So of, of all of them, of course, trust is going to be the, probably the hardest and trust takes time. So that's, again, if we think about um, a, a purchases, purchasing decision, stumbling over that one horribly today, then it's going to take time. We're not going to see one car dealer, are we? And just go, oh, they're the people we're going to buy a car from or one real estate agent or some, some people. Yes, absolutely. You know, if you're looking for a copywriter and you, you read something they wrote and you're like, oh, that's a person for me. But trust normally takes a little bit of time and it's by all of those no liking, knowing and liking kind of posts. But trust also comes from showing we're an expert in the field, um, that we care, that it matters. The same as when we're building relationships. Like if we say something, we honor, you know, we actually do it. So no like and trust is a huge part of how people decide to purchase from us. And also it, it really can guide what we should be posting on, on Facebook or social media. So if you combine this episode with our previous um, solo episode, my previous solo episode, which was about the five E's of Facebook, you will see how they actually interact quite well because by working through the five E's of Facebook, you're actually taking people through the no like and trust factor. Think about from the business perspective, what can you do to share on your page to help people through that no like and trust factor? Um, and, you know, keep in mind as well that they might not be a customer today or tomorrow, but they may be one of your best word of mouth. And they may also, you know, purchase from you later. They may have a change in their situation. And no like and trust can also happen through the, the other ways that you market. It's just that social media like Facebook has that immediacy and also of course it's free and you can put it out there to more people. That was my quick take on the no like and trust, no like and trust for marketing. I hope you found it useful. Let me know, head to Facebook, Red Spark Comms and let me know what you thought of this episode.